Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. My name is Gianna Castro, and I am your host. Um, I've got a lot to talk about today, and what I believe would be a short amount of time, but hey, who knows, I can go on and on and on. Um, I've had some pretty long episodes in the past, so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I just kept talking because that's that's what happens. But uh, I got some stuff to go over first before we get started today's topic, of course. Um, if you didn't expect me to do an episode about this, you are very deeply mistaken. Um, you know, the Chicago Sky are the WNBA champions um, in the year of 2021. Uh, 25th season of the WNBA uh, and now they are champs for the first time ever. Of course, led by the likes of Candace Parker, Kalia Copper, uh, Allie Quigley, Courtney Vandersloot. I could say the whole team roster if I wanted to, but you get the gist of it. Um, as calmly as I'm saying this right now, I am very pumped, and I have so much to say. Um, so there's gonna be a lot of fun twists and turns. This is gonna be a very different kind of episode, because I'm not just gonna be talking about this, um, I'm going to be talking about a lot of other stuff too, but before we get into, um, the new WNBA champs and, uh, what it took to get there, I'm going to talk about my weekend. I had a very busy weekend. Um, well, today's Tuesday. I'm recording on Monday because, um, uh, uh, I had a little malfunction. So if you're following me on social media, which if you aren't, I can't believe you. We've been, we, we've been talking about this for like a year now. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. On Instagram, you can find me at Woman Swartz Matter. And on Twitter, you can follow me and Facebook. Twitter and Facebook have the same handle. It's WSM Podcast. Um, so over the weekend, I was at Wizard World Chicago up at, uh, in Rosemont. And it's the final year that it will be under this moniker. It will be now named Fan Expo. Um, huge shout out to my friend Jerry Milani for uh, setting up such an awesome experience for me. I had a guest, not a guest pass. That is such baloney. I, it wasn't a guest pass. It was a press pass, guys. I am losing my mind because what I'm talking about is very exciting and I just, (laughs) thinking about it makes me like, oh my god, this is a thing that has happened and uh, I'm really excited to talk about it. Um, okay. I got a press pass to Wizard World Chicago. And at first I was like, what am I doing here? Like, this is something that I don't need to be doing or, like, be involved with. But Wizard World Chicago is more than just, you know, what you think it might be. It's all about pop culture. So my podcast, I believe, truly fit in um, with everything else. There was so much there. There was Star Wars stuff. There was anime. Um... Harry Potter stuff, all these different vendors. There was a fudge vendor, which I did not have the chance to try, but everything looked really good. Um, there were podcasts and there were interviews going on. Um, I had the chance to record. Um, and it will never hear the light of day. It will never hear the light of day, unfortunately. Um, so I was at Wizard World Chicago, and the whole point of me going was, number one, to have a press pass, number two, well, maybe switch the order, number one, record my show, and number two, have a press pass so I can go and, and check out the convention for myself, <laughs> and so I did the recording, I was there, there's photo proof, there's people that were there, and they sat, and they listened, which I thank them so much for, um, and some of them actually followed me on social while I was doing my show, and I, I was seeing it pop up on my phone, and I was like, 
Oh, okay, so this is actually working. Um, it didn't save correctly. The audio was effed up. It was effed up. It was so bad. Um, and I should have recognized that from the start, but I thought it was okay. Like, when I'm doing this right now, I see the levels of my voice, and um, I wasn't seeing that when I was recording. And I should have be- uh, known better, but I didn't. I was just like, I'm already nervous as it is, so I'm just going to go for it. And unfortunately, there is no episode. <laughs> so, that's bad. Um, so I guess it was like a special little thing if you are, were out in Rosemont. And I gained a lot of new followers over the weekend. And I'm very glad that these people will be by my side now um, for the rest of the podcast. You know, I plan on doing this for a while. It's been three season in one year um and like I said the season is ending I don't know when I got like so many more interviews that are gonna happen um like so many more I'm just so pumped and excited to be having this and to be able to do it um but I just this is so great um, I'm just, I'm so pumped. Like, you guys have no idea how pumped I am to, to see all this stuff happen. But, um, again, I'm going off topic like I did when I was recording my live episode. Um, I went off topic a lot. It was crazy. My goal was to talk about AU Hoops, which is going to be at the end of this episode. After I'm done talking about the WNBA championships, which, uh, was, was great. Um, was such a great game. Game, uh, for... That was so good, but that's not the point of what I'm talking about right now. Um, I went up on the stage. I did my thing for like 40 minutes, uh, like 42 minutes was how long the recording was. There was just 42 minutes of static <laughs> at the end when I was going back to look, and I was like, oh, this is nice. Um, so the people that were there, they got a special little episode learning more about me and the show and uh, what to expect in the future. And of course, if you're from the convention and you're listening right now, that's great. Thank you so much. There's so many episodes that you have to catch up on, by the way. Um, I'm just kidding. You can listen to whatever, whenever. Nothing is set in a specific order, although, you know, order is like of relevance, you know. Um, But some of them are just interviews that are... uh, that are there for you to listen to. You don't really have to listen to them, or you didn't have to tune into them at one point. So, you can start really wherever. <laughs> I'm super embarrassed of my original episodes, and I was talking about that too uh, in Rosemont the other day. I was like, yeah, I was listening to it, and it was just so bad. I was sitting in my office, or no, I was sitting in my mom's closet, and I have my phone up to my mouth, and I'm just talking. And I was doing the little thing with my voice voice where it's like, so now I'm talking like this and I'm doing a different voice to record my episode. And now I'm just going back to like how I was talking. I think I was talking a little bit differently now that I think about it when I was at the convention. Because um, mostly I was really nervous and, and I've never done anything like that before. I've done a speech. Uh, I've never done like a podcast thing before. Again, this is all very new. I've been doing this for a year. Um, and it'll be two years in April. So... I've been able to do so much in such a short amount of time, and I'm very, very grateful uh, for that. It's just, it was good. I had a great time, and people were asking, like, how can I watch the Red Stars? And and then I told them, like, the different ways that you can watch it. You can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Sometimes, if you're lucky, you know, they'll be on CBS Sports Network. And then you can watch them on Twitch for free. 
uh, Paramount Plus, you gotta have a uh, subscription. I use the student plan right now, and I got Paramount Plus for the sole purpose of watching soccer. That is why I have that. And I also watch the new iCarly because, you know, iCarly, the original one, was out when I was growing up, and I and I watched that. And now I'm watching soccer, and I'm watching the new iCarly. Well, I finished the, the new iCarly, but Champions League is on on Tuesday. Well, that's the day that episode is coming out. Tomorrow, for me, today, for you. Um, Chelsea doesn't play until Wednesday, maybe. Yeah, but uh, I, I love soccer so much that I bought a streaming service. <laughs> another one. I bought another streaming service. I got two streaming services that I'm paying for right now. Again, I'm getting off topic. Oh, we're nine minutes in almost in on getting off topic. This is exactly what happened at the convention. You guys are not missing anything. You're not missing out on anything. I try my best to explain AU Pro Hoops. Not much information out about it right now. Uh, but, you know, since this is an episode that I can edit and record whenever I want to, this will be very more detailed here, and um, I won't be sitting here extremely nervous. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what else did I talk? I, again, I talked about myself and why I do the podcast and why I got into it. And, it, of course, I've said this multiple times, but if you're new here and you're listening from the convention and just want a refresher, um, I'm a college student who, well, at the time I was 17 when I started this show, and I noticed there was not enough coverage of women's sports. Um, and I was like, what am I going to do about it? And I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And I think this podcast has really helped me with my speaking skills, if you know what I mean. I really am introverted, number one, so I don't like talking to people, um, believe it or not. And I don't I don't like public speaking, so doing this and uh, just sitting here and talking and, and working on my speaking skills... Um, has been really helpful and hopefully it'll be helpful in the future whether you know I'm, I'm reporting or um even doing a podcast still like it, it's just a great way to build that skill um and so yeah I'm doing my best to, to cover as much as I can across the world um I'm kind of focusing on uh United States and England right now those are my main ones mostly because like that's all I know about I'm trying to expand a little bit and hopefully I can bring people on to to help me out with that here I'm also trying to learn about new sports um for example I I said this at the convention too I don't like hockey I do not like hockey (laughs) I work for two hockey teams too this is great um I'm not the biggest fan of hockey and so but I noticed that there was a women's hockey league that wasn't really being covered. Or at least I didn't think there was a lot of coverage for it. So I started talking about it on my show. And now I like the NWHL, which is now the PHF, which is a whole other thing that I have to make an episode about in the future, hopefully. Um, actually, I am interviewing a, a women's hockey player in a few weeks. So we can definitely talk about it during that time. Um, but I don't like hockey. Started covering that. Um, same with softball. I didn't like softball growing up because baseball was my thing. And I was like, you know what? Women's softball is back at the Olympics. Let's see what all of this hype is about. Now I am a softball person. <laughs> so I think just taking the time to watch these sports, even if you had like such a disdain for them growing up, it can be really helpful to just try and dive into it and, and see what happens. I hated soccer growing up. Uh, mostly because I got hit in the face, but that's like a whole other story that I think I, I talked about on this podcast. Uh, but then I, I went on to be 
goalie for my JV soccer team in high school. <laughs> so, um, that's a thing that has happened. But, yeah, just trying to dive into those sports, honestly, seeing what happens. But, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And I'm excited for what is going to come next. Uh, but first, I'm, I'm going to stop recording here because Gerald is calling me. Ugh. Can you believe this, man? I can't believe you just called me and FaceTimed me. Anyway, we talk, we just talked for like half an hour, so it's okay. Like, we're, we're chilling. Um, me and Gerald are besties. Again, I talked about him at the convention, too. He does not like when I talk about him on this show. But uh, that's okay because it's my freaking show and I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm kidding. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Okay, I was writing about... And there's a little video interview online, uh, John G's, uh, um, what's it called? On the Beat, I was, there's all these different links I was writing about in the patch. And if you're from Illinois, you know what that is. And then Global Women's Sports Radio, there's an article on me and what I did at the convention. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry about the whole audio from the episode that I recorded there. Again, the people that were there. That's your little lucky one-time thing, I guess. I'm really sorry that it that there's no evidence of it. But it happened. There's photos. Um, so I'm really sorry about that. But check out the interviews that... Um, or the, the interview that took place uh, on YouTube. And then there's articles linked down below. And of course, check out podcasts that I've been on. Um, but now let's go back to talking about the WNBA. Um, now we're going to jump over to a little talk with my friend, uh, Sky Show Shy, who's been on this podcast before. I did a little conversation o'clock with him. He was at Game 4 yesterday, and he's probably going to have a lot to say. So without further ado, let's jump right over to Sky Show Shy and what he thought about the finals and the, you know what's going to happen with the celebration and everything like that. As I said earlier today, I have someone joining me on this show we got the Sky Show Shy back on the pod. We're going to be talking about the WNB Finals. Anna, you know, what just happened? What just happened? I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to black out throughout the whole thing. It's, it's kind of surreal. It's the, the Sky are champions. They're the top of the league in 2021, and it all happened, and it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's like like we were saying before we got started i've been waiting for like 10 years for this i've been watching yeah. uh i said this in the the i was interviewed the other day after my podcast recording and mm-hmm. i was like i've been going i went to my first wnba game when i was in like second grade and we went for camp day um mm-hmm. i'm assuming mm-hmm. because you know the tickets were cheap and it's like uh, women's yeah. basketball so you know yeah. who cares but yeah. the, i was in second grade at the time so i didn't know any better um, but like my first game was Mystic Sky. Um, this is Stephanie Dolson blue hair era, ooh, ooh. you know. A classic. <laughs> I remember the game. <laughs> I remember the game. They lost the sky lost that game. Um, but like I want to start off with that first. So that trade with the between the sky and the mystics, of mm-hmm. course, has mm-hmm. proved to be so worth it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. I, I, it feels like a win-win trade, like ultimately in the end. Um, I guess it's kind of similar to there was like a, a Connecticut LA trade with like John Cole Jones and Chelsea Gray. Um, I think this is kind of comparable because I mean, the Mystics got Lena Deladon, a, a franchise talent, a superstar talent, and this guy got strong talent too, a, a potential superstar and Clea Copper. Actually, let's just we probably should take out the potential part. 
that's kind of super solid like postseason yeah. easily right there for Kalei yeah. Copper finals MVP and then Stephanie Dolson who's such a strong important player in this role in Chicago as a starter as a sixth woman um and clearly if you saw the end of the game it was just the baskets that were needed to win yes. the game like the, the clutch baskets at the end it, it's it all it was all it was all good um they're it's it's a win-win basically and both of those cha- those franchises have a championship now and it's it's nuts it's it's what this guy needed during the whole like re rebirth after that trade um it it, it got us to this point and that's that's amazing i was uh I was like reading through when I watch these games, I'm also actively on Twitter. So it's like multitasking a little bit, trying to see like, what are people number one that are at the game? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. What are they yeah, noticing? Sure. Um, what are people that are watching the game at home that are journalists? What are they noticing? And what are fans like just in general noticing? Um, I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about the team for this one second. I want to talk about uh, doing on the sidelines really quick. Um, so game four, for people that didn't watch, um, there was a little interaction on the court side between uh, someone and uh, Skylar Diggins-Smith, which, by the way, I would just like to say that I am such a huge fan of Skylar Diggins-Smith. Mm, and obviously, sure. like, I hope she wins a ring one day. But, you know, this year ain't it, you know? Yeah. Um Maybe if she ever wants to come to Chicago and then we're yeah. living here. I mean, yeah. I think we're all totally cool. Do we have too. the cap space for that? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it's like, this is like future talk, but future, future, yeah. future talk. We don't have the cap space for that right now. But no, no, um, no. just like, obviously, you have to know how to behave at these games. Um, And, and doing this kind of stuff to players is so unacceptable. I just like one of the things that I noticed a lot on Twitter is like this one people pointing out this one dude and just how he's being an asshole. I feel like is the best way to put it while these players are trying to like force a game five. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's nice. Actually, I kind of miss that. I was at the game uh, kind of watching from like up above was my seat. Uh, But yeah, I I completely missed that part. Yeah, I feel like I miss a lot of the guy. I know I missed a tweet about like Diana Taurasi spitting on the court too. So oh, I, I didn't I feel hear like about just, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just, it was a lot happening. Like all of WMA Twitter media and everyone like involved with WMA was at the game. So I'm pretty sure everyone saw everything that was kind of happening. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I kind of missed that part, but I, the, the, fr- the fans were rowdy um, in both like the good and the bad. Well, that was the bad way, but it was also like a really strong fan showing from Chicago. Um, and it was just an intense atmosphere for sure. Yeah, I was kind of like, I was sitting on my couch, super, super anxious because, you know, the sky yeah. for, for the most part, we're uh, losing the game. And it's like, I was sitting there thinking, okay, it, I didn't expect it to be this close. I thought it was gonna be like another blowout win for them. Um, but obviously it came down to the final moments. And, and one of the heroes of the game was Stephanie Dolson, who I don't think gets enough credit. And fun fact for people that haven't heard about this already she's the first um wnba player to win an uh, olympic <laughs> medal from the what is it the three on three thing in the olympics yeah, the three extra yeah yeah and then WNBA yeah. champ yeah i remember seeing that that fact that uh, uh whenever a team has like a olympic year the the team without the olympians always kind of wins that finals that's that's fine funny but yeah steph dolson finally broke out of that weird curse thing and 
she's both a Olympian gold medalist and a, a finals champion. That's Steph and that's Chicago. And that's, that's all we want to see. There were just so many great moments from yeah. this year, just in general. Um, and even like last year too, I feel like I kind of want to combine these past two years because it doesn't feel like it's been that long. You know, we, mm-hmm. there was a lot of great stuff that happened in the wobble and then like transcribing to, it, you know, being in person uh, at games now and mm-hmm. literally be, like being there and enjoying it. I went to the, uh, I only went to one of the games because, you know, life, um, <laughs> I went to the, what is it? What's the first round called? Is this Damn. just the uh, like that? It was like the oh, it was Land. it was like first round one or the semifinal. When, when oh, they played Dallas, it? I was there. I was yeah. in person, and um, there weren't that many people there. And my uncle, who doesn't watch women's sports, he doesn't yeah. watch women's sports at all. In fact, he was watching football during that game, and I was like, "What are you doing? You'd rather watch Sam <laughs> Darnold try and throw a football than you know watch this guy." <laughs> advanced to the next round right okay um and he was talking about how no one was there there were people in in the the stadium obviously but game three and game four were sold the fuck out (laughs) let's talk about how that happened exactly i just want to like i just want to say that you don't see this too often um which is a bad thing it's a really good thing that people are there and showing the hell up, but you know, we need to make this more of like a, every game there needs to be people in those seats. Um, what do you think about all this? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was all at the, that single elimination game too. Um, yeah. I mean, I could definitely hear what he's saying about like the very top rows. There wasn't anything or anyone in like the 200 levels or anything. Um, it was, it was still a little, this guy played pretty well that, I mean, they won and they played well that game. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like the crazy crowds that this guy ended up getting um, after those single elims, after playing in Connecticut, um, th- that game three and game four for both the Connecticut series and the, and the, the final series. Um, it, it, it was, it was a crowd. It was kind of just the momentum of this whole postseason run kind of like just coming up with people just really wanting to show out wanting to see what's going on. Um, you saw like a bunch of just different people finally at the games. The whole stadium just packed. A parking was a mess and just always super filled, like all like six levels of parking. Um, and it was just, it was just a lot of people just wanting to see what the team was about and that they were kind of, they were fighters and they just kept winning against like opponents that were really strong. Um, and yeah, I think James Wade always says that like Chicago wants a champion and a winner and, this guy delivered and they provided that to them and everyone just wanted to see it. It was nuts. That was, that was also great. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, for this to like carry on, I think this is kind of like a starting point. Like this is a starting for, point for some people like experiencing going this postseason run. Um, hopefully they've like followed even just maybe after like the single elims, um, kind of seeing what this team's about. They're the offensive skill set. Um, all the stars of them, Vander Quiggs, uh, Clay Copper, uh, Azri Stevens, Steph Dolson, um, all of them kind of just playing out of their minds. Um, and then Candace Parker being obviously the, the headliner for most people, like the most popular of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's all kind of just, just growing all together. Um, it, it, it's, it's cool. And it's, it's, 
it's a, hopefully it's it feels like something that's going to just keep pushing Chicago to keep coming back to Winchester even next year. I hope there's a lot more people there next year because like yeah. you can't just show up for this and be like, okay, we did our thing, now we're done. <laughs> um and one thing that I've been super pissed about, and I don't even know if this is considered an unpopular opinion now, um, because you know, people want more coverage for women's sports, even though if it may seem like bandwagony. Like, so I follow NBC, uh, what is it, NBC Sports Chicago? Yeah, they they're always posting about like the Bears and the Bulls and the White Sox and the Cubs and the Blackhawks. And now, like when they made it to the finals, when the Sky made it to the finals, they made a post, and I was like, I I clicked on their profile, <laughs> and I just went scrolling. I went to town, and I was like, right. is, is this your like first ever Sky post? <laughs> um, same thing with like NBC Five Chicago and CBS and ABC, like all the networks. I don't understand. Um, you know, sometimes I'll like stay up and watch NBC. Um, cause you know, I, in terms of like local channels, NBC is my favorite, but that's just me. But mm-hmm. still like the point I'm trying to make is they don't really cover women's sports in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so like, Oh my God, they only cover it when something happens. You yeah. cover every single bears loss. <laughs> Cubs loss, White Sox loss, just like men's sports loss in general, win or lose, that's yeah. covered. Um, when the Sky win the championship, yeah, okay, let's let's talk about that. Or even when they made the finals, it's like, oh, now the Sky are playing. Where were you like when they lost to Connecticut last year, when yeah. they were in the playoffs? Yeah. Where were you when they were in the wobble or even before that? Like, I'm so tired of this like bandwagony BS where it's like, oh. You see a thing that's happening? Winterest is sold out. Now I guess we got to go bring our networks there. I am mm-hmm. tired of it, you know? And it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, makes me very frustrated. Yeah, yeah. There, there has to be like a, a way to, for it all to work out. Um, yeah, I, I guess I don't know media companies super well, so I don't know. I guess they're just focusing on other stuff or they're just, I, I don't know exactly what's going on. I definitely see the push though from, social media which is why i kind of always love social media just pushing for that the 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 content the those people that come out to show themselves at the media availability i know i think the most iconic one was annie costable's tweet from the sun times i love it so much yeah just tweeting out just like there's no one at this media availability it's literally like almost the finals or semifinals or whichever yeah but there's like no one there and that's that doesn't doesn't make sense when like all these people kind of showed up at the, at the very end. Um, yeah, I I don't know what it's gonna take. Um, it, I'm more in the skeptical route of just like those those outlets aren't gonna be the the ones uh, to they'll bring us to like our next, the WNBA's next step. It's kind of like the smaller outlets, the independent outlets, um, just women's sports highlight her. Um, all those uh, like next, the next hoop Winsider. Uh, it feels like those are the the people that are going to bring us to where the WNBA needs to go. Um, and then hopefully those other like local media kind of just, I don't know, just kind of figure it out on their end. Cause it, it, it doesn't make sense. And it's, it's, it, there has to be a better answer than just them showing up at the last minute, um, which I'm assuming they're also probably going to show up for the, the parade and stuff and the rally and stuff tomorrow too. So yeah. So I'm pretty sure I'll see all those those chucks and 
just give a side eye to them. <laughs> well, NBC Chicago is their or or the sports thing. They're doing a live stream. Even the the stuff it will be streamed on like the mayor's social, but they're also doing a stream too. Right. And I'm so yeah. mad. I have to work tomorrow morning. And like you can't just spring this up. Like <laughs> this afternoon it was like I was I was scrolling through Twitter at a red light and I saw it and I was like, excuse me, like why can't you just have it on a weekend? Why does it have to be unless you know players are leaving already? Yeah, I, I hope I think, they're not. No, I, I think that really is the case, actually. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know Kalea Copper's team, uh, she's in playing with like CBA Avenda in Spain. Yeah. She's with like Katie Lou Samuelson, Carly Samuelson, and Bella Alari. I forgot. Um, but but yeah, they're I mean they're already playing. Um, I think like the kind of like the real jobs for the these players, since uh they those jobs probably pay a lot more than their current like WMA jobs. Uh that's kind of like starting up. So I I'm pretty sure that's like the main reason for like moving this up so quickly and so rapidly. Um it, it's tough and it's definitely tough for fans and everything and you expect kind of like a, a lesser turnout because of this, but um, hopefully, hopefully there's still, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but I'm pretty sure this will be good Chicago showing. At least I hope so. <laughs> I really wish I could be there. It's such like, I think it's such BS. Also like, yeah. I hope kids are being called out of school tomorrow type deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you even think back to the Cubs like championship, it was like a, a full like, yeah the city shut down kind mm-hmm. of like everyone can take off and yeah i think that was like even on friday too so that kind of made sense but Wait, yeah what? it's yeah, sorry go know. ahead oh no go ahead go ahead. i'm gonna say my mom used to work on michigan avenue and when the blackhawks won this one she mm. remembers specifically and she i i think the cubs did they go i feel like everyone goes down michigan avenue you know yeah but she yeah. just sent me all these crazy pictures of people like on light posts and whatever just like chilling she had to like yeah. hang up all yeah. the signs outside her store. We're like, we don't have public bathroom. <laughs> well, it's not as messy as those because those I think uh, yeah. are more in terms of men's sports. I feel like there's more toxic people within that within that than um women's yeah. sports. But yeah. I don't think it'll be too bad. We're we're okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll just be me up in that live post. Then yeah. maybe I'll just climb the live post. Just I just hope someone topic. takes a picture then. Oh, <laughs> I hope someone was like, click. <laughs> we got it. Um, yeah, that's kind of disappointing though. If they're already gonna leave right away, like they don't get any freaking break. No. No break. And it's so bad. Um <sighs> I wish there was a better way. Well, there is a better way, kind of. Do you want to talk about AU Pro Hoops for a second? And then we'll go back to, to yeah, sure. what we we're talking about. Uh, so AU Pro Hoops. Uh, which is the fourth league in Athletes Unlimited, which is by the players for the players, if you didn't know. I've made an uh, episode about Athletes Unlimited softball. I've interviewed someone that played in Athletes Unlimited softball. Um, so if you want to check those episodes out, they're available to listen to. Um, I'm a huge fan of AU. I don't know if you know a lot about the league, but I'm such a fan of what they do. And when I heard they had a basketball league at first, I was like, I am not a fan of this idea. It was mostly because I thought it was going to be like competitive. Mm. And then I saw when they were doing it, I was like, 
never mind. I really like this a lot, actually. Um, <laughs> so they're doing it in January to February, a January of next year. And um, the founding members of that group are Natasha Cloud, Cindy Colson, and Tamira Young. Um, so what do we think about this? Do you like this idea? Are you excited about who could possibly possibly be in this league? Is there anyone that you're hoping to see in this league? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was able to catch like a few athletes unlimited things. Um, just like following uh, Natasha Cloud's account. Um, I know she definitely posts a lot. Um, just like pushing for that league, um, the softball there. Um, and I know I think her wife or fiance is on like one of those teams. There yeah, too. Alicia Ocasio, who just won yeah. athletes unlimited softball. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So I, I think the integration to basketball is, is, is important. It's, it's what we kind of want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, with these with these women and their like basketball careers and kind of developing them and kind of helping them uh, make this like a better career path rather than having to do again these like two jobs of overseas and here the league here um, yeah I mean there's been so many players that have already gone through the WNBA that just didn't have like their full shot just with only 12 teams out there how many minutes in a game out there you know um, th- there's like so much women's basketball talent just out there and there's really nowhere in the at least in the u.s outside wnba where they could kind of show the case that off um so i mean so many waiver cuts um i like i guess a, a name that comes to mind for me is like jessica january who was in a, the depaul alum alumni uh she's been like uh, a on again off again like training camp contract and I, it it's like you could tell how hard she works and this is like an opportunity for her and many others that could kind of just play, show off their skills. Um, the timing is very interesting with like WNBA free agency also like happening around that time. So um, something like AU can like help boost their kind of exposure to the teams, to the scouts and everything. Um, it, it, it's a lot of like cool new opportunity. Um, it's, again, it's like an option outside of overseas too. Um, and I mean, Sid Colson anywhere is also like, a joy and super fun uh ty young like wearing her reeboks and everything is also like gonna be nuts to see um then yeah it, it's gonna be I, I know there's like an interesting like scoring and points and everything system and everything like that so um i i'm i'm ready to see it it'll definitely be at a part where like most people will be like itching for women's basketball definitely in the u.s if they're not falling overseas so it it kind of kind of all works and it's one of those things, again, that like promotes growth and helps just women and basketball players. I saw a tweet um, where someone said, well, Athletes Unlimited, they basically created a G League um, without, you know, having to do it like in that mm, actual W. Um, yeah. That was kind of someone's take on it. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. You know, it's not yeah. like, but it's not like the same kind of thing. I, I guess some um, people could say it like, like that um you know or the g league you got it's like you're a prospect and you're doing all this stuff with athletes unlimited you can literally be like a natasha cloud and go mm-hmm. and play in this other league it's another professional women's basketball league um which again is unheard of until like now so yeah. just like seeing that kind of stuff you could be a pro in two different leagues and it's not yeah it's not yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they already are like pros in two different leagues too, with like overseas stuff. Yeah, and... make it three. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's really that's really interesting. It's like another G League. 
it, it doesn't make sense. I, I do wonder if like the WNBA or NBA or whoever's in charge over there kind of comes in at some point and like gets in inter- like interacts with AU at some point, but I don't I think mean, these so. are like, yeah. Honestly, because the way that Athletes Unlimited is structured, which mm-hmm. I again I cannot say how much of a fan I am of this. Mm-hmm. organization league whatever you want to call it because it is just such a good idea and the fact that again it was started for players by players um the the first league was softball and it was started by these four different players uh erica Pixelli was telling me about this when i talked to her a few weeks ago um it's just like how did they come up with this idea and the scoring system and all that? Cause it's just so creative and so good. And they had the perfect yeah. opportunity to do all of this when the pandemic was a, was a thing, but well, it still is a mm-hmm. thing, but in the beginning stages mm-hmm. of it, you know, being on national television and doing all this, AU has zero problem getting national television slots. Um, most of their games are, all of their games are available on YouTube. Um, like after the fact, but when you when you're watching it on a broadcast, it's either on like FS1 or CBS, and then like maybe one of the games is on YouTube or YouTube Live or Facebook Live. They're already like way ahead of the game um, versus like the W or the NWSL. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even the NWHL, mm-hmm. NWHL so far behind. It's like NWHL and uh, NWSL, WNBA, athletes unlimited. Um, yeah. Just because of the fact that they started off during the pandemic and they got these networks to show them. And now we're going to see AU uh, Pro Hoops yeah. on these networks. And it's just like, imagine getting your shit together. The kind of deal. <laughs> kind of deal. Um, th- th- I want to let's compare for a second. I didn't want to do that, but now I am. So we have the W which is on like ESPN, ABC, Amazon Prime. They got stuff on uh, CBS, CBS, uh, on Twitter sometimes, <laughs> on Twitter sometimes, on Facebook, yeah. and Facebook. And then we have um, AU, where you don't have to have like an Amazon type thing, where if you have all these different stations already, you're basically set and you don't have to worry about anything. I'm sure even with like a YouTube TV, these stations are available. I don't have that, but um, it, it's so much more available than the W. And this league is like three years old. <laughs> I think is like, I don't even know if that's a sad thing or like a good thing. Just like how do you think people will see this as like a competitive thing? And do you think that more people and when they're going to think about playing basketball in the u.s you think they'll pick a like a five-week type thing with au or do you think they're going to want like playing in the w or like maybe even let's do it this way playing in the w or playing in like au and and Mm -hmm. international because you can do Mm -hmm. international stuff you know well the w is a thing because i know there's stuff going on overseas um what do you think yeah yeah, I don't. It, it's really interesting that like have like a new option out there. It kind of like throws up like the the chemistry of everything. Um, I, yeah, I could definitely see players doing both AU and WNBA. That that like that makes sense, especially like the overseas component is like the biggest thing here, where like they don't have to go 
overseas uh, in a new place um, um, and instead of kind of just like rest their body, kind of get their bodies right um, for playing professional basketball. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it could be like really, it's, I, like, it's, I love the ideas of having just new ideas and new options added um, out there in the landscape. It kind of lets everyone else kind of reconsider what they're doing, seeing if they should do stuff better, um, pushing like even like the league to either promote in different places, get on other video streaming sites, making uh, maybe also like even making their videos more accessible or anything like that. Um, yeah, I could, I, I don't know. I could, there's like a very, a lot of different possibilities that could go down this way or with AU like out there in the fold. So I'm definitely like excited to see how this all kind of plays out and turns out. <laughs> and AU is so much more interactive in terms of like other professional leagues. Um, especially with like the AU app. They, I don't know if you know about this, um, but how do you know, what do you know about AU? Do you? No, not, yeah, not as much. I'm kind of like. Oh, so I want to teach you all about this. Day. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> a little teaching, teaching moment. You gotta listen to my episode though. You gotta <laughs> listen to my other stuff. <laughs> Come on, Brian. I'm sorry. I've been on a, on a postseason run right now of a I'm lifetime. Kidding, so. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course. Um, so Athletes Unlimited, they have their own app and um, they also have these different tiers um for like membership so i'm on the free thing right now because i'm broke and it's like a per (laughs) month thing (laughs) i'm a broke college student so i hope they don't expect so much out of me um but there's these different tiers and i think my au app has me logged out i'm gonna log back in basically what it does is each time there's a new season or like with a new sport you get your unlimited pick so what that means is that you pick this one player to follow the entire five weeks which is how long their their seasons are um it's like there's like three games per week and each week they pick new teams um and there's four different teams you know everyone has like a a facilitator is what they're called. They're not called a coach or whatever. Uh, and there's team captains based off the points, but uh, you pick, you have your unlimited pick and you pick um, a player you want to fall. So like for me with softball, I decided I wanted to follow um, Odyssey Alexander, who was a standout pitcher at James Madison. Uh, it's our first season with AU. And so I decided to do that. It's more interactive. It, when you go up on the tiers, like, you can be able to like vote for MVPs of games and and all that kind of stuff. So membership, I'm going to the website now. I'm on the rookie plan. Um, And let's see if I click this link that says change plan, even though I'm not going to, there's captain MVP or, or I should do this in order. It goes rookie pro MVP and captain and it ranges different things per year. And you can do all these different things. Like you can have access to the member lounge. You can get um, 10% of your membership fee goes to the unlimited club player bonus pool. Um, and you get to interact more with your unlimited pick. Do like meet and greets, um, giveaways, all this kind of stuff. So this league is really like taking it taking it to the next level in terms of um interacting and all that and also like especially with softball i don't know if they do this at the other uh, at the other leagues but 
there's an autograph line after each game. And I have a softball. I can send it to you later. I have a softball in my room that's just filled with signatures. Um, After like, I went to opening day and I just stood in line and these athletes just freaking signed this softball. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this just happened kind of thing. (laughs) Um, But they're just doing such a great job. There's so many different things that I, I love about AU and it's just the interactive thing um which i guess let's talk about something that's been happening more recently going back to the w there's this whole like media availability versus Mm -hmm. like journalists and i've been Mm -hmm. sitting here thinking to myself okay i'm a college kid i want to study journalism i do this podcast sometimes i get to have athletes on my show sometimes i don't i try to reach out whatever um but these journalists you know their job is to cover the W their job is to like get what players are feeling and write it for like whatever newspaper they're working for or a website, whatever. The whole debate here is, you know, I guess it's not if players, owe you know, journalists, anything, it's more like, how do I word this? Maybe it is that, you know, what, to what extent should we be like, pressuring these athletes in order to like get what we need to do to do our jobs in a sense Mm -hmm. um we need to do to do our jobs but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i'm not a journalist yet (laughs) but uh it's just like this little struggle between i understand that you know you're a journalist and you need this stuff but these are also athletes who just you know lost um and are trying to process it I, I want to know yeah. your thoughts on this. Yeah, no, I, I had a, like the same similar thought, or I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I, I definitely thought about it a lot during uh, like the Aces Mercury game. Um, and then, like after that loss, I think Asia Wilson, um, yeah, it was just like having it's a rough time. It was like, a, I mean, it was a close game. It was a game five. It was up down to like the wire. Um, and yeah, she ended up having to do like, like media availability. Um, and she was just like devastated throughout the whole thing. Um, it was like it was it was clearly like it she shouldn't have needed to do that um again unless it was like her request or if she wanted to but you, like even at that point like it, it's 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 like a mental strain and it it kind of doesn't it seems like an old way of like journalism or sports writing or anything um it's not it doesn't make sense for like now and the future um that's kind of always been my thought i mean there's always been like the Naomi Osaka um, press conferences with like the French Open, I would think, or Wimbledon or something that um, she, yeah, she just wasn't having, she didn't feel mentally right doing those. And um, it, it's, it, it doesn't, it's, there, there has to be a better way to do this. Uh, basically um, it, it shouldn't just be um, like, so, so mentally crushing or like mentally exhausting to having to do like a media like availability. Um, and then again, the same thing happened with Courtney Vandersloot back in 2019 um, with the turnout, with the D.A.R. can be out of bounds or uh, whatever it is. And we don't even, whatever that was, the D.A.R. can be uh, like he, um, she ended up not doing media availability. Um, and I definitely saw a bunch of like media members like saying like, why isn't she out here? I would have loved to talk to her about her feelings and stuff, but I mean, she absolutely wasn't having it. So it's, 
um yeah i don't i don't know the, the right answer here um or what media should do to get like both the media side and the players at a good spot um i think i saw the mercury were ending up doing their media today at some point um so it's there's it's again just reevaluating kind of what the process has been doing and seeing if it could be better for kind of all parties involved considering like mental health and players just just going through that like like really traumatic like tough like those tough moments in sports that we all kind of like love like watching and being a part of but also like are super devastating for both fans and even more so for the players i just like people at least on twitter anyway i haven't seen anything on social like other social platforms um just like fighting about it too is like we understand it's your job but also like people are human too and i think i decided what side i'm on now (laughs) (laughs) i decided what side i'm on now um picking sides yeah i mean but yeah also yeah yeah even picking sides is always like i mean you want like the best from like everybody so it's like you're picking a side but you still want like what's best for all parties kind of so um because i mean everyone's just trying to do their best out there yeah honestly like i couldn't imagine being forced to answer questions after something like that i want to tell a quick story um so i used to be jv goalie for my high school um this was when i was actually at Joliet catholic i was jv goalie there and i was really bad (laughs) i was so bad um i think my highest that i i let in was like 17 goals I could not imagine like some reporter coming up to me and being like, so how did you feel about that game? I would be, I probably would cry. It's not the best thing to compare with, but I just, that was a very traumatic game for me. Number one. And I still like think about it sometimes too. Um, You can't expect the world from the players. You have to let them like grieve in a sense. Um, Because they just lost yeah, really badly. Like, so it, it was such an important game for them, and they ended up coming short. We cannot expect these people to just automatically be like, okay, I that happened, so I guess I'm going to go get asked about how I feel after this loss, even though it's pretty clear, like, it sucked, and I don't want this to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like the media has been there for like this player's like entire every second like of their career or even like before their career or like the years it took to like get to this point. Um, so then like kind of to ask questions, it's hard to have like the whole perspective uh, as a media member and then even like in like a devastating loss or anything like that. So it's all just tough. Uh, again, it's uh, something that just needs reevaluation, I think, from both sides. And there's like a better way to do this the league needs to change their policy because right now it says that every player has to have like media right. availability. Right. People right. didn't know yeah. that, um, which I feel like is so outdated. It, I kind of like what Phoenix did. You don't even have to have people in person, especially in the age of zoom, you know, like just mm, do a yeah. press conference, whatever, like a day after maybe and be like, okay, we kind of like grieved for a little bit. Here's how we're feeling right now. Um, that type of stuff. Right. For sure. Um, so I want to talk about some of the players, um, and like who our favorites were throughout the entire, um, 
playoffs. Of course, I feel like Copper, who, by the way, I just want to say, no one, I feel like no one really knew her this year. And I, w- I would like to say that I was in that boat too. Not a clue. Um, when it was like mid-season, I was like, oh, this is a person I think I'm going to continue watching for a little bit longer. Um, I've always been a huge Allie Quigley fan. Like, she's the reason that I watch the W. Um, I've said that before on here and on social. Um, but Courtney Vandersloot, honestly, favorite person to watch throughout these entire playoffs, especially, yeah, like, sure. all the crazy stats and, like, records that she broke. I mean, come on. How can you not, like, sit there and be like, holy shit, she just had a triple-double. Like, there's <laughs> so much happening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's always been, like, a strong assist player. Um, those those kind of – those numbers make sense for, like, the player that she is. She's an, she's unique in, like, a pure, pure, pure point guard stat, like, stature. Um, not, like, the scoring is there if needed, but it's passing first. It's finding ways to get looks for your players. Um, yeah, and she's she knows how to do that. Uh, through and through and there's there's still like it, it's the so pure a point guard um yeah and it's yeah, i think it, it caused like all these stats to come up so it caused her to like be able to control the game so much um it's 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 pretty unique and kind of i mean she's dominating that kind of pg role and it's pretty awesome that she's on the, in the sky uniform yeah yeah it's more than pretty awesome like yeah for sure <laughs> Just the fact that, number one, she's here in Chicago and she had a great college coach. Like, I'm a huge mm. fan of Kelly Graves and mm-hmm. what he does, um, especially with Oregon in the past few years. Um, who was your favorite person to watch within these playoffs? Um, I've, I've been always kind of been a big Azrae Hype Train fan. Oh, Hashtag I know. I was going to talk yeah. about her, too. It's so yeah. good. So uh, she had such such a great 2020, like the start of 2020 mm-hmm. until like her injury. She was really dominant. She was a clear like starter there uh, next to Steph Dolson. Um, and then it was just an injury that just like like took her out of like all kind of considerations of like MIP or um, or any kind of like high like high list or anything like that. I remember there's like an under 25 list also that came out at some point from ESPN that like put her pretty high up there. Um, it's like she got was definitely out of like people's brains except for mine with my train uh, so i mean to finally see her like really recover from her injury from even the start of the season to to starting next to, next to candace and then putting up such like really great showings um, especially the one against like john quill jones mvp john quill jones um that's been just always been on the hype train and just excited that she loves being chicago and that she's a champion now in chicago after like a devastating like injury last year her and just like also with her threes every time she was going for it i was like (laughs) okay like i want to see more of this like anytime chicago shoots a three anyone besides ellie quigley anyway it's like okay like i want to i want to see like like steph dolson candace parker it it Um, might be just like it just might be just relative to like Quigley, maybe just Quigley being there makes us all of the three point shooters like a little less. Yeah. Like, like you don't trust them a little less just because Quigley's out there. Why don't you just throw it to her and uh-huh. just have her put it up, which she did in that fourth quarter. So, yeah, Allie Quigley was lights out um, yeah. in that game four 
it was just how many points it was like 26 28 i think it was 26 yeah 26 yeah that's nuts great and people were saying for that she's gonna retire i don't know yeah i was just gonna say like "Mm, no you cannot just do that just hold off there you cannot just do that okay i need a sue bird tour number one and uh like alec quickly yeah you know what i mean yeah absolutely absolutely okay (laughs) i caught that i don't know if other people will i caught that okay kind of mumbled through it but it worked yeah 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 (laughs) um okay and oh and i i kind of uh have a a hard outlook right now so i'm i'm gonna have to head out in a little bit okay um yeah sorry about that i think how many more minutes 30 minutes in uh I, I think just like a maybe just like one more thing or so like one, one more thing more i was gonna ask you yeah. about merch really quick sure sure yeah, yeah. so um chicago sky obviously won championship which means merch uh according to some tweet i saw earlier like this was the most amount of like championship merch bought within like the first day of them winning ever yeah. with the league yeah. which i think is insane and i know you're a big merch guy um yeah. <laughs> wanting more merch in the league especially with only like three jerseys being uh, uh, available or three mm-hmm. player jerseys being available mm-hmm. i think it was like the shields parker and vandersloot this year for the sky what yeah. since you know we <laughs> we the sky <laughs> won um and everything like that do you see that the w especially with increased viewership this season um do you think that they're gonna expand that a little bit next year yeah i think so and i think it was kind of like planned to be this way uh if it's as weird as it sounds i think they wanted that demand they wanted a hashtag wnba we need merch um just to keep building demand because they wanted to make sure that whatever they made was going to get sold um so yeah that's it's more like conspiracy from my head but uh i i think they kind of like they try to like do it kind of slowly from their end just so they're not with like a surplus or anything that's not sold um as a, as a big like merch head person um like i'm always kind of looking at like all the stock and stuff and there is like other wnba stock that's just like out there not as like not getting sold as much um which i'm guessing the wnba is also looking at uh but then when you look for like, anything sky which is obviously what i'm looking for it's like all gone and the, the, the hype and demand for the sky that has been uh, at, at its highest, basically. So, um, yeah, I think I think the WNBA is kind of just playing it as slow as poss- they possibly can to get this going. Um, it's I, I don't know exactly what it's going to take, but I mean, it's it has to be more merch, definitely more sky merch next year. I'm definitely expecting um, as champions of this league. <laughs> So uh, it's it's gonna come. It's we just kind of keep waiting, and I'm gonna just keep hashtagging, and it's gonna be here at some point. But just I guess be patient, WNBA fans, but also yell at people online and tell merchandisers to give us more stuff. <laughs> well, Brian, I want to thank you for coming on, and really quickly, if you can point people in the right direction of where they can follow you, and uh, you know all that jazz. Yeah, yeah um, I'm on. I'm at the Sky Show Shy. It's really hard to say. I'm so super surprised you got it like one stop easily. Um, everyone always kind of says it wrong, which I kind of love. <laughs> um, at the Sky Show Shy, C H I, at on Twitter, on Instagram, 
on TikTok. Um, I'll be at the parade rally tomorrow, trying to post some stuff. Well, I want to do today. whatever I can. Technically right now. today. I mean, this today. is coming out tomorrow, so today. It's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be nuts. Just follow me. I'll be hashtagging and stuff. Yeah, um, tell people yeah, about this- the episode too. <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah definitely and, they just tell yeah. people like hey so like an hour ago i was <laughs> there's a podcast episode that i'm in yeah. you should like it was like it, it was like 5 a.m or something it was nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, yeah i appreciate you having me on i appreciate talking and go sky and go champs thank you again brian for coming on of course i'll link down below where people can follow you um but the episode isn't over so let's go a uh, flash not flash forward you know you're going to hear whatever I'm going to say <laughs> next. So uh, thank you, Brian, again for coming on. And uh, let's just continue the episode now. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I want to thank Brian again for hopping on the show for a little bit to talk about the finals and AU Pro Hoops and uh, merch. Because, you know, we need more merch. Um, speaking of merch, I want to go through some of my recent purchases. <laughs> thank goodness for Afterpay and, like, pay and for stuff from PayPal because oh my god I am currently going crazy. I've been doing this thing where it's like I want to support women's sports and women in sports. So what should I do? I'm gonna spend a shitload of money. Shit ton. Whatever the wording may be. On merch. I have gotten so many different things within the past I don't know how many days. So I'm just going to go through it. And of course, you can find this on Twitter again. It's at WSM Podcast. I post about it on there. Um, I do a lot of posting on there. Anyway, uh, so I, I'm a big fan of Breaking Tea, and I've always loved their shirts for a while now. So I, I decided I finally was going to purchase some. Um, and I did this because I wanted to buy the NWSL Players Association uh, merch, which is no more side hustles they have that whole campaign i've done an episode about it um a, a little bit about it talking with thomas castillo uh talking about the whole nwsl stuff that has been happening uh to, to say the least anyway um love breaking tea so i got number one i got a justin field shirt because of go bears I like football now, I guess. I've been trying to get into it. That's not the point. Um, And I also got a Put Women's Sports on TV shirt, a shirt that I've been wanting for a long time. And that was the first order. (laughs) Yes, the first order. Um, Oh, my God. Second order, which was purchased yesterday. First of all, I'd like to say I'm a huge soccer fan. If you haven't known that by now, then, oh, my God, where have you been? Um, I got a It's Coming Rome shirt because I saw it while I was scrolling through the soccer ones, and I was like, oh my god, I need this. Um, I love, uh, like, Jorginho and all those other players on the Italian uh, national team, so I had to order that shirt. I don't make the rules. Maybe my bank account will make the rules. <laughs> Maybe. And then we have a, what is this one? Oh, a Vanderquigs 2021. It was a shirt that came out yesterday from Breaking Tea, or maybe if you're listening to this tomorrow, on the actual day it's posted, uh, two days ago. Uh, it's basically, oh, Vanderquigs 2021 champs. I needed that shirt because um, they're iconic. <laughs> and I am such a huge 
fan of Allie Quigley, like I said earlier, she's the one that got me into basketball. You know, going to the same high school that she did um, and having my eyes open up to, like, what she did for the school and what she did in college and is doing right now in her career is absolutely fantastic. And I needed a shirt with her name on it. I already have a jersey from, like, three years ago. Um, and then... I, I bought a shirt that says Brianna Stewart is really good at basketball, I believe. And, yeah. But that's not all. Today I actually got, on the 18th of October, 2021, I got my Meg Reyes shirt. Um, more diverse voices in sports. And I got it in the Gotham colorway because I like that more than the yellow. It's such a nice looking shirt. In fact, I'm going to post about it right now because I've been meaning to do it, and it's 9 p.m., so I'm sure she's going to see it. Um, I just got to retweet this one picture of Kalia Copper really quick. Because <laughs> she's an icon now. She's definitely an icon. I want one of those shirts where she's, like, looking at, um, what's her name? What is her name? Uh, Sophia Cunningham? That's funny. And if you don't know what that is, oh my god, then you are not following what's happening in Chicago and the finals and all that jazz. Uh, So I'm just going to make this tweet really quick. Like, love my new shirt and I love what Meg Reyes is doing. I'm a fan of her. Um, So I bought that. I bought of course i don't know if i talked about this on here but i bought the overdue hoodie from brianna stewart's um collection with puma uh and i'm still waiting for my softball cards from tops bummer that i don't have them because i really want to put them in my book um And then, of course, you know I had to cop the Rookie of the Year's hoodie from, what is this, Power Forward? So, yeah. And I got a discount on it, too, because I saw a thing on Twitter, and I was like, I'm gonna buy it, and my life will be complete now. Because it's such a cool design, and I'll post about it on Twitter when I actually get my order. Oh, and I also ordered a championship shirt from Fanatics because I needed one. As soon as I saw what it looked like, I was like, okay, I'm buying it. And now I, I bought it, and it, they won't be shipped until, like, November 1st. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like I said earlier, like, this is the first, like, this is the most amount of shirts or whatever purchased in, like, the first 24 hours of them winning, which is crazy. Um, yeah. But what else is there to talk about? Um, I've gotten to this point where it's like, I'm sitting here and I didn't have anything planned, but I still made a really good episode. (laughs) Um, I've got some great interviews coming up. I, I guess I should highlight that really quick. And my sister is yelling upstairs, and I wish she would just shut the hell up sometimes. 
that's not very professional to say on the show, but I'm going to leave it in anyway because it's 9 o'clock and she's yelling. She's probably watching TV. Anyway, I've got some really great people coming on the show. I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm just going to say it's like someone that runs a really great account on Instagram. Um, we have an NWHL player coming on the show or PHF, whatever the hell you want to say. Um, I'm still going to call it NWHL for a while because habit yeah I just did the little singing thing that I said that I wasn't gonna do anymore and I haven't done it in a while um because I'm a really good podcaster and I'm running out of things to say um and then I'm trying to get my buddy on the show I need to email his boss though (laughs) so Connor if you're listening to this I'm sorry I'm I'm behind (laughs) I'm so behind um, and what else? I'm going on a show tomorrow. I'm doing another, I'm getting interviewed, guys. I'm getting interviewed. It's gonna be great. I can't wait to post about it. And, yeah. Oh my god, is this, is this the end? Is this the end of the episode? Oh my god. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I can't believe this episode is over already. This is nuts. We've done so much today. It's crazy. Again, please check out my interviews. Well, the interviews from me and people that have interviewed me because I've been on other podcasts talking about other stuff. Well, it's not, some of them are interviews, some of them are just like collabs. I've done some collabs. Um, and then check out the interview from Joey Roth that will be li- linked down below. Um, of course, all my interviews will be linked down, linked down below. I, I'm, why am I losing my train of thought? Is it because I'm tired? Is it because it's nine o'clock on a Monday night? Oh my, oh my goodness. Anyway, um, please subscribe to the pod, uh, follow on Spotify, all that jazz, you know. Come on, support me in my endeavors. Oh, I didn't say it's time for my spiel. It's time for my spiel. Okay, we're doing the social media stuff. We're in, I said all the other stuff, so I don't have to repeat that again. If you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can on Twitter and Facebook. It's the same handle. It's at WSM Podcast. And on Instagram, you can follow me at Woman Sports Matter. My YouTube channel is the Woman Sports Matter Podcast. I've been trying to restart that. If anyone wants to help me out with those endeavors, uh, let me know. Um, because I have school... And then this. Maybe I'll post everything in my off-season. In my off-season. Um, I've got a lot of great interviews that are going to be coming out within the next few weeks. And I probably won't be doing like a sit-down di- sit talking about something for a while unless like breaking news happens with the league or whatever. Like another scandal comes out. Um, I'm doing some collabs in the future too that I'm really excited about. And there's just so much that is going to happen with the show before the season is over. So... I think I'm going to be ending in November, end of November, um, which means that I probably won't be able to cover the PHF season, um, but I'll be covering it on Twitter, so you need to make sure you're following me on social media because I will still be doing all this stuff just in text form. Maybe I can do a little Spotify green room thing if that's something you guys would be interested in doing. Uh, I've never thought about doing that, but of course, send me all your ideas on social media you can tweet me you can dm me my dms are open um yeah just make sure you follow on social (laughs) interact with me 
I love talking to new people and getting new ideas for the show. And yeah, um, I'm excited for what's going to happen within this next month and a half. And I am going to be a little sad that it's ending, but it's for the best. Like, finals are at the end of December, or in the middle of December. Um, so it's, it's for the best. It, it's a good decision. And I probably won't be back until next year. Um, but don't worry, I'm not ending the season today. Again, end of November, I will be done. So I really appreciate you guys listening today to today's episode. That is on a Tuesday. I recorded this on a Monday. I say, oh, to the, the stuff that happened today or yesterday. Do the math, guys. <laughs> of course, I gotta do my vaccine thing. If you haven't been vaccinated, what are you doing, fam? Use the link vaccinesdown.gov. It's linked down below in the description. Enter your address. You know, I don't have to be repetitive, but I mean, just get vaccinated if you haven't. Put your Addy in. See where your nearest uh, vaccination site is near you, and uh, let's beat the hell out of COVID. Um, yeah. I would like to stop wearing a mask at school. So if more people would get vaccinated, that'd be great. Um, but that's enough for me. I'm going to go finish some homework and recall. Uh, not recall. I want to FaceTime my friend Gerald because I owe him another call because I I, hang, I hung up on him, um, you know, like I said earlier in today's episode. So without further ado, I'm going to end things here. Um, thank you again for the people that were out in Rosemont. And this is your first episode since then. Uh, again, thank you so much. I'm really sorry that my episode from there isn't today's episode. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate the new listeners and the new followers on social media. Um, and I'm excited to put some of this new stuff out I have in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, thank you again so much for listening to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. My name is Gianna Castro, and I'm your host. I'll see you, ne- I'll see you next time, folks. Uh, See ya.